What's up, guys? What's going on? I'm Paul. This is Pauline Theology. And uh, we are doing our daily Devo on Ephesians. And we are on chapter 4, verses 4 through 6. If you haven't checked it out yet, go ahead and stop the tape, man. Read it, see it, what it says, then come back and we'll talk about it. We'll we'll discuss the four questions, man. If you've already read it, man, we about to dive on in. We about to dive on in. So last episode or the previous scriptures when we tried to chapter four, we saw that this is going to be a rundown on because of the faith that we have, because of the calling that God has called us to, because of his grace, because of his mercy on our lives for uniting us as one body, uh, essentially because of the gospel, then this is how we should live. We saw that he says, live in a manner worthy of the gospel. And then we talked about a couple of things that um, are evidence in our lives that display this worthiness of the gospel. And that is uh, um, that is um, humility, gentleness, patience, and then bearing with one another. And so he says the reason we do this, so the reason that we live worthy of the gospel and we show these attributes as we walk in life is because of this. He says there's one body. We're starting verse four now. It says because there's one body, one spirit, just as the calling, uh, just as you've been called to one faith of your calling, there is one Lord, one faith, one um, baptism, one God and father of all who is over all and through all and in all. And so um, what does that say? What is uh, chapter four, verse four through six saying? Uh, well, it's saying that there is a unity with us. Or chapter verse three, we read it says to keep the the unity of of the spirit and the bond of peace. And he says, and this is wise because we are one body. And he has explained that uh, a few times, and he will continue to explain that because uh, this this letter is is really something about our identity as the body of God, the church, the ecclesia. And so he hammers that. That's the first thing he says when he says one the one thing that we are. It says we are one body. And then he also says that we are one spirit, that, and he says just as the hope that you have been called to is that this one spirit is the one that has called us into this. It's not of our own doing. It's, it's not that we desired this because we didn't. It's because of the spirit of God moving us to desire God, which causes us to be a part of this family. It brings us into this family. And so it's, 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 it's one body that we are called by one spirit. And then next, it's one Lord, which is Jesus. This is uh, um, uh, who we we have our faith in, the one who has saved us, the one who is king over all things that's seated at the right hand of the Father. And then he says it's one faith. And this faith here is, is not our believing faith, but it is the rule of faith as uh, some of the, the, um, the ancient uh, or, or um, the uh, first century uh, church fathers would call it the rule of faith. And this is our belief, like what we believe. And then it says one baptism. And this is the, the, um, the thing that kind of enters us into the family of God, uh, that it is uh, a symbol of our, our hope and our, our, our recognition of we're giving ourselves to God, but also that God has promised something to us and we will receive that promise. It's a symbol and a, and a sign for that. And then he says, one God. And, and so this is really a, I think um, it's, it's, he's writing this on his own, but it is 
um, some of the creeds or the 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 liturgy, which is kind of like um, the speeches that you say in church. And this is one of the earliest forms of those things. He's writing himself, but he's taking, Paul is taking these themes that are in these things that these people are, are saying at church every, every morning, and he's in, integrating them into his letter so that it goes according to the things that he's talking about in this letter. And so he says, one God, one Lord, one spirit. And then he continues to extol the power of God, who he says, who's overall, through all, and in all. That means like he is control, sovereign and uh, over everything that happens, not just us as the church, but over all things, every single thing. And so um, the fact is that uh, it's a beautiful, it's a beautiful passage. And so what is this saying about God? What, what is this saying about God? I think what it's saying here is, first off, he's the triune God. Uh, and that this this triune God is still one, one God manifested in three persons uh, because he says there's one spirit, one Lord, one God. And I think in Corinthians, it, it says uh, the same thing. Um, it talks about how there's one God, one Lord and one spirit. And so this is just a, a wonderful picture as, as Paul continued throughout this whole letter. It talks about. God in three persons. When he says it is God who's chosen us, it is the the Lord who has uh, sacrificed himself for us. And then it is the spirit who has brought us into this family and seals us into the day of redemption. He continues to talk about that through all of the chapters. So we've got to keep this got to be something in our hearts to remind ourselves of is that God is the triune God manifested in three persons. And then finally, I think it's about his sovereignty over all things. It says the Father is, is over all, through all, and in all. That means he, he is pervasive through everything that's going on in this world. And so I think that gives us a little hope and, and, and some assurance. Because if he's in charge and he's seeking our good, it says that he loves us lavishly. Well, we should be okay and, and know that the things that happen in our life will, will uh, A, make us more like him. But B, it's because he desires for us to be good. He desires to be great, not just good, great. What's to say about man? Well, I think it's saying that we are called to a unity. We are called together. We are called to be one. It says that uh, we are we have uh, one body and that we have one hope or that we have been called to. That's what that's as people of God, that's who we need to be. One body, unified. And again, I stress the point that that uh, we are identified as the church, the people of God, the bride of Christ, which we'll see in a couple of chapters. But that doesn't negate our distinctions that God has created us with, whether it be how we're excellent guitar players or awesome singers or fast runners or or whatever other thing and talent that God has given us, man. Those are gifts that he's given us. And we're actually going to see that um, here as we continue through chapter four, uh, four. But those things that he has gifted us with, whatever that may be, are to help unify us as one for our true identity is found as the body of Christ or his church. How can we apply these truths to our lives? 
I think that uh, what's important here today, I think I, I want to say is that know, know your faith. It says we have one faith. We, we don't have differing faiths. We have one faith. We have one understanding of the gospel and how to live it out. And so uh, if you're listening today, then I see you're trying to do that. And that's awesome. As we learn to trust Jesus more, we learn to understand his desire, his will, his mystery as it's been revealed to us. That is what we should be doing today. Learn your faith more. And I'm glad you're here. But secondly, I want to ask the question here, man, have you been baptized? Have you, you shared in that joy of being buried in Christ and then raised to his newness? Because, man, that is an important step, the first step of uh, faith in him. And so if you've come to faith in him, if you know him and you love him and you cherish him and you haven't been baptized, man, go to your local church, man. Tell them you want to get baptized because that's an amazing thing. And they will do nothing but celebrate that. So don't be embarrassed or, or sad or, or scared because you think that people are going to look at you weird. They will want to celebrate that. They will want to just be overjoyed in that fact. Because you are announcing to the world that you are part of the kingdom of God. And also because you recognize the salvation and the promise that God has placed in your life. I appreciate you guys for listening and I will see you in the next episode.